This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 4th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. The Trump indictment was just unsealed, but I won't cover it today. Maybe tomorrow. Quick hitters. The U.S. is relying on the F-35 stealth fighter as the mainstay of our air fighter force. I'm reading that it was set up with a just-in-time part supply concept. That's kind of scary as supply chains often have issues during wars. Russia is pissed that Finland is now a member of NATO and says they will have to react. Yeah, I think Finland's desire to join NATO was a reaction to Russia invading Ukraine. A Western Michigan University professor of music says he was in good standing as a faculty member when he was gay. When he decided not to be gay and wrote a memoir about it outside of work, he says he was ostracized and his contract was not renewed as it had been for about 25 years. Hey, maybe there's another side of the, to the story and he sucked when he stopped being gay. Or maybe it is easier at some universities to keep your job if you're gay rather than straight. The National Review has an article about a Christian couple trying to adopt a child in Oregon. They were turned down because they said, due to religious reasons, they would not be willing to use pronouns different than the sex the child was born with. Another issue was they did not want to take a hypothetical child for hormone treatments. I use the word hypothetical because I believe this was a general discussion and not about a particular child. I linked to a piece by Victor Davis Hansen titled, Indict One, Indict All, and All. He summarizes what we know about the Trump indictment before the indictment is revealed, and who else might meet the same minimalistic standards. Note the Clintons appear prominently in this list. Saudi Arabia to cut oil prediction to support oil prices, and they are cozying up to China, Syria, and Iran. Lots of talk a few years ago about not cozying up to bad guys. In the future, we may regret that. Moving on. In the past, I threatened to have a section titled, You Can't Make This Shit Up. If I did, the linked piece by Jonathan Turley would be included. The title is, Microaggression Goes Macro in Massachusetts. Superintendent loses job after referring to two individuals as ladies. And folks, I don't think this is a trance thing or about misgendering. God, that would be awful. A high school was in the process of hiring a new principal. He was willing to take a decrease in salary because he liked the position, but wanted a few more sick days and maybe a cost of living adjustment. In sending his email request to a chairperson and executive assistant, he made the show-stopping error of starting it by saying ladies. That's it, ladies. They felt an educator should know not to do that as it was a microaggression as the offer was withdrawn. For those trying to figure this out, note they are females. He did not start a letter to men with the word ladies. Framing is important. I'm told catchers can influence the way umpires call balls and strikes by the way they frame the catch. In sales, we frame things. The media does as well. That came to mind when I saw a video replay of a controversial situation at the end of the women's NCAA basketball tournament. What I saw was a player on the winning team make a gesture to a player on the losing team at the end of the game. It looked stupid, and I felt it was wrong. You win, you shake hands, and you move on. 
Now, the player on the winning team was black and the losing player was white, so I guess my view makes me a racist, though I feel I did not see color. Just the gesture. My feeling is if the white player had made the gesture to the black player, I would have thought it was bad as well, but we will never know. I checked what the gesture meant, and I think it is a you-can't-see-me gesture that came from wrestling. Admittedly, I did not spend too much time checking this out, so I may be wrong. What checking I did revealed that the losing white player had used this gesture in at least one prior game. So it, so it could be it is somewhat common, and that's why the winning player used it, or it could have been payback for the losing player using it in a different game. I went from, well, that is low class, to I don't care. Framing can do that. Don't tell me that it has become a common thing or the recipient of the gesture had recently been a giver of the gesture, and I think it's bad. Give me context, correctly frame it, and I change my mind. Maybe framing is just context, and I think it is very important to understand the world. We rely on our media to frame things for us, and they are not doing a good job. I know two wrongs don't make a right, but I do think knowing of the additional wrongs frames things for us. For example, Trump, we think, is being charged with improperly recording hush money payments as a legal expense. Hillary Clinton paid a fine but was not charged with improperly recording campaign expenses for creating a Russian hoax dossier as a legal expense. And then infiltrating the dossier into our justice system, but she wasn't fined for that. To me, that helps to frame what is going on. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.